Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Killbox Podcast. As always, I'm joined by my two best friends, Sam and Lewis. Hello. And today we have a special guest. We have Mark from Famous Warhammer Podcast, Lorehammer. <laughs> oh, yeah, famous. Yeah, that's the word that it has a loose meaning for sure. I mean, what was it? What were your numbers? Your like number top three, top one? I I don't I I've lost count of you guys already. I don't want to brag, but let's just say my mom still isn't proud of me, so I'm not quite <laughs> yet. God. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, man. I've uh, never been invited anywhere, so it's nice. No, we'd we'd love to have you on. You're a fun personality, and you make good shit. <laughs> thanks. So tell us a little bit about you do uh, about what you do on your like what you guys do on Lorehammer. Uh, yeah, so we focus on the game, the board game, the books, uh, movies, whatever, on the setting of Warhammer 40k, which is uh, pretty popular right now. So, yeah, we focus on all the storytelling aspects and all that kind of stuff. Deep dives, and then you get a ton of people who are mad because you get stuff wrong occasionally. Yeah, or, yeah. Or you, you know theorize too much. <laughs> yeah, it, it's always amusing. The theories, there's the hundreds, yeah, there's hundreds of books, and people expect me to read every one of them it's just you know i've read 99 not all 100 so i get stuff wrong every now and again i was going into the comments of uh, astartes part 5 when it released and people were mad that it's fan made why <laughs> why it's like it's a fan made project they just love it and they make good stuff why are you upset yeah Fuck, I wish I had more fan-made people doing stuff like that for me. Oh, definitely. It, it, it kind of harkens back to when you guys were talking back in an episode where it's like how a Warhammer show would be great and then Astartes exists and people are mad at Astartes. <laughs> yeah. I think I people are honestly mad that Games Workshop isn't just handing in briefcases full of money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, getting a bigger team involved in it and stuff. Yeah. I mean, his Patreon is booming. So, uh, but other than that, this week in news, we have, uh, besides it's what one month into the quarantine of Corona now, uh, and due to that, we have the PSVR exclusive, uh, Iron Man VR title has now been delayed indefinitely. That doesn't have a release date. And, uh, the last of us part two has now been delayed indefinitely due to the virus. Which, is it indefinitely or until further notice? It the use of the word is indefinitely, but I'm pretty sure they're trying to use it in the context until like further until this shit's gone. Yeah, that makes sense. Like yeah. they probably put hundreds of hours into that game already to just toss it aside. Seems weird. Ugh, thousands. Like this game no, has no. been in de- like this game has been in development since I'd like to say 2016, so four years. Sure. Probably th- middle of the last yeah. game. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of depressing because uh, the Iron Man VR game definitely looked cool is because I'm more of a VR buff. And then I know people like Last of Us, even though I wasn't the biggest fan. Uh, it's okay. I, I joined you in the fact that I was like, eh, it, it was okay. I've never played them. I have a special relationship with that game. I've never played it, but I watched somebody like role play that game on youtube so he was pretending to be the character and it was like watching a movie so it was really enjoyable but, that would uh, be interesting 
Yeah, yeah, like he put on like the character's voice and everything, like <coughs> talking to himself, and it's really cool. Hmm. The next would be uh, indie game dev Rogue Legacy, the uh, which made the game Rogue Legacy from Cellar Door Games. There, they announced Rogue Legacy Two. It's a fun little uh, roguelike RPG, which is cartoon-based platformer. I don't know if you guys ever played the first one, but it's a stupid little premise where it's kind of like Castlevania-esque, but every every time you die, you play as the next generation, (laughs) and each generation of your family can have different, like, birth effects, so one person you'll play as is, like, colorblind, and and the game will just be in, like, monochrome, (laughs) or, like, it's... Yeah, I have have seen that, yeah. I'm happy stuff like that's continued being made. The second you started describing it, I was like, oh, I remember hearing about this, like, four years ago. Yeah. Uh, next game uh, was announced is a Souls-like RPG called Mortal Shell. It is Souls-like in what what you would expect, bonfire-type stuff. and But it dons more of a horror vibe uh, with mm-hmm. monsters, which take a lot of inspiration from the works of Gilmero del Toro who is a very famous horror director who has done stuff like uh, Pan's Labyrinth, Shape of Water, and some other... I think he also worked on the Hellboy trilogy? Yeah, he did do the Hellboy movies. Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited for that. Uh, I shared the trailer in the Mugen's cast stuff for you guys to look at it later. Uh, and then out of seemingly out um seemingly out of nowhere red hook games developers of darkest dungeon is adding multiplayer to darkest dungeon oh no it's gonna be a paid dlc uh with a multiplayer arena Hmm. so lewis i know you're a big fan of that so i want i have such i have such a mixed thing with that game i love the game don't get me wrong it's great but every time i play it like not too long into it, I just run out of money for everything, and then all of my uh, characters go insane. That's and die. So it lives up to its title. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Alright, just give me a crack at it. I'll make the character broken. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> and then... Never run out of money. <laughs> all of us here are Lord of the Rings boys. We love the yes. books, and a lot of the... All of us, the movies, except for the Hobbit stuff. Uh... Amazon accidentally leaked that they are working on a new Lord of the Rings MMO. It's going to be called Lord of the Rings Gollum, uh, Project Gollum. So it's uh, so, the last Lord of the Rings MMO closed down, I think, three three years ago. There was an older one that was made back in like 2008. Yeah, oh, I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah, Lord of the Rings Online. Yeah, I played that a little bit. Yeah, I played it quite a bit back in the day. I tried it out. I I tried it out. I don't remember liking it too much. Is yeah. Amazon making a whole bunch of games nowadays? They've I've heard of that being. They've opened a game studio, and I think they have three projects under development. With this being okay. one of them. And I think they're doing that because they they're trying to. They've been in the works for making a Lord of the Rings like TV show. Like I think yeah. they're gonna. They got the rights to some of the. To some of the other stuff. Uh, that Tolkien estate kept. 
or yeah. I don't know. Maybe they'll do what they did with Watchmen and make it drastically different and make me upset. Um, the Watchmen show wasn't that bad. I actually thought it was a pretty good sequel. It's not a sequel. Uh, it was. No, it wasn't. We're not getting into the Watchmen thing. I don't. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Whether uh, it was a sequel or not. Just like Blade Runner, there wasn't a sequel. Uh, Where you just deny everything. Just don't acknowledge hide in Blade your shell. Twenty forty nine. That was a visually good movie. It was perfectly fine as a sequel too. Sam just likes to hide in a shell. I do like to hide in my shell. It's probably warm in there. It's safe. It's warm. Yeah. It's safe. It has Star Trek Deep Space Nine, and that's all it he does. needs to live on, live and thrive. There's no girls in there, so it's it's perfect. It's the perfect place. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, there was one, but I kicked her out. There you go. See, didn't want him in there. I mean, that's what we all do. You got to kick them out, and, so, and then you have much more money to spend on Warhammer. <laughs> but anyway, moving on to the big topic, we can talk about Lord of the Rings. We could talk about uh, Warhammer for a tiny bit. I'll leave it up to you guys. Um, I just personally yeah. finished painting all my stuff from my start collecting box, and I've already ordered way too much already. I mean, our guest has some, has a podcast called Warhammer. I think we should talk about Warhammer. <laughs> yeah, I... Uh, one can guess some lord of the rings lord of the rings come on just a little bit all right mark you've been known to play lord of the rings ttrpgs let's talk about this (laughs) i'm trying to i i love it man um i think yeah like lord of the rings is such a great setting do Uh, you do you play the gw lord of the Rings stuff so that's actually how i got into 40k in 2001 um i came from a pretty religious home so i wasn't allowed to play 40k but I was allowed to play Lord of the Rings. So I, I played Lord of the Rings for the first, like, five years. How does that game differ from 40K? Because I've seen the models, but I don't know the rule set. Um, the big way it would differ is in, units will actually join together to make formation, so movement is very important. So you actually want to make, like, shield walls and, like, put your pikes in the back, and, you know, you can have archers shoot over people's shoulders and stuff. Um it's just very individual model, but you got to group your models together to make like these cool formations. And if, if you actually make a wedge formation, it has benefits for you and stuff. So that's very, very cool. Yeah, it's it's very it fun, like, cool. very movement based. Do they continue to update that? Is that like still a oh, yeah. massive thing for DW? Um, I wouldn't say massive, but like they still hold the uh, the rights to make miniatures and stuff. And like even this weekend, they released two more affiliate ranger models that's Ooh, very cool yeah so cool. you know every two or three months you get a new lord of the rings hero model and it's pretty cool because now right now in the game they're just picking like random like one-off models where you see them for two seconds in the movie and they're making a miniature for them so nice nice yeah like two weeks ago or i mean sorry two months ago they came out with like a model um during helm's deep there's that little boy that aragon's like Oh, that's a nice, sh- nice sword or whatever. He made a model for the for the kid. Yeah, yeah, and like the Jeez. way he's holding his sword, like yeah. he's holding his sword in both hands, like uh, one hand on the blade, one hand on the hilt, like he's like, like it's being passed to him, you know? Like it's just yeah. yeah. So they're still making models, and it's really cool. That's awesome. No, I'm looking at some of the models right now. I love the tree beard model that they have with Sam and, and Pippin in the back. Or, and you're uh, thinking, Sam. hmm, we can use these. Mary and Pippin. Yeah, <laughs> no, we can't use these for Pathfinder. That's why we have a 3D printer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't want to use GW stuff at Pathfinder. You go broke. 
God. <laughs> One model, fifty-seven dollars. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, can afford that. One would only I mean, wish. My next step I mean, is I'm, like I'm actually... good using random models that have nothing to do with character-based things. Like, what was it? We used like a uh, a cyberpunk like guy for uh, for a uh, and a werewolf for like a cultist. No, I think like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was for a cultist. Like, yeah, nice. So you guys are it's... pretty big into Pathfinder then, or D and D, or both? All of us are in the same Pathfinder campaign, which is run by Sam. And yes. uh, two, two, two of our newbies were the first people to die on the very first session <laughs> because they went off on their own. It's what happens when you split the party, okay? Jeez, as, yeah, as, you run a tight ship there, Sam. Holy. As, as Lewis found out in our Star Wars game that I'm also running, when you split the party, bad things Every, happen. <laughs> I stayed in the apartment, and everyone else left. And guess yes. who got assaulted? <laughs> me. Oh, God. Don't worry, I took about half of them with me before they you knocked did. me out. <laughs> okay. I also I have the uncanny ability of when uh, I'm facing them in combat, I crit a lot. Um... Yeah, cheat dice. Every GM. No, has I don't, I don't even cheat dice. dice. Hmm. It's, it's this is I'm this is an uncanny oh. ability Sam has in both real life and on roll twenty, where he will just naturally roll high. One of our you uh, one of our you sacrifice teams. goats, Mark. He doesn't need that ability. Oh no, <laughs> he just has. Um, one of the uh, things that's uh, complete and total BS is our scout in Star Wars. He rolls. <laughs> Below average. Uh, whenever he rolls, Sam's taken over his character, what two or three times? Two or three yeah. times. I think I rolled crit or almost I, crit. I hit. I crit twice. I hit the other time and I missed once. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I had the same luck. I even had the same luck when I got into like the the eighth edition for like the saves. It's like oh, you got a four up save, and I think at one point I made all of them. <laughs> uh, and it was like a but like there was an entire squad. I rolled it. I rolled all fours. Oh, is this when we were <laughs> doing uh, when we were doing the stuff on roll twenty? It was when I was I I branched out from playing with with you and and uh, one of our friends, um, and I I played some other people like in that roll twenty that was set up. So, um. I was playing against someone else, and he was just like, "Oh, come on!" Oh. <laughs> um, but so I've learned two uh, things: then don't split the party, yes. and then if ever I have an important roll to make, just pretend I lost my dice and have you roll for me. Yes, yes. Okay, okay here's yeah. here's okay. Don't split the party. Okay, so my character's kind of a dick. <laughs> the two people's deaths were kind of my fault. Because okay. my character really didn't like them, so he purposely I mean, sent them on hit on their own. I mean, the original setup was one of them was going to go with him, and the other one was going to go with me. So split the rookies with the more experienced players. Yeah, yeah. And but it turns out he didn't like either of them. I was I <laughs> kind of didn't like one of them, and the other one I was eh, eh, um. <laughs> I didn't hate him. And they went off on their own, and we went off on our own, and they got themselves killed, and we didn't. <laughs> yeah, well, who's going to lose? What can you say? You know? I mean, that, that's the thing. I'm not one of those GMs that just say, no, you can't split the party. I'll be like, okay, sure. Split the party. 
that that's the one thing i do like about you sam is like you're one of those gms that where it's like yeah you can do this but everything does have a consequence yeah see like i think i think lewis said that yesterday some gms will just say that your actions will have consequences if you do certain things and i say your actions will have consequences your actions have consequences uh like if you insult an imperial baron and he uh comes back to uh, raid your apartment and one of your players just happens to be standing there and uh, goes, yeah, hey, the thing gonna... is that, that attack that happened on you wasn't meant for you. I they know. just they just realized that like pretty much everyone left so they like they were like kind of waiting and counting how many people were there. Sam's like, very... oh, there's like one of them left. Sam's very famous line in Star Wars. Are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> that's, my, that's my line in everything. Are you sure about or, like, are you sure? And, and like they'll that doesn't mean that it's going to happen. That's 70, 75% chance something bad's going to happen. 25% of the time, I'm just doing it to mess with them. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, are you sure? And they're just like, what's that mean? I'm like, no, are you sure? I'm just <laughs> asking if you're sure. you do it. And then they're just like, I don't want to do it now. I'm like, okay. And, th- and then they'll be like, okay, I'm not going to do that. And I'll be like, are you sure? And they're like, what does that mean? I mean, <laughs> what do you want me to do? It's, it's not it's... as bad for like Derek and I who know him and kind of know the vocal tones to the yeah. facial tones. For the other people like we play online with that haven't met Sam and like don't know him in person, it's very like is he serious? Is he joking? Is he sure. is he BSing it's us gotten, right now? It's, it's like, gotten okay. worse. Like really? I think one time I just went he, he like they I think one of the one of the players said they they were gonna do something and I just went, Okay. And they went, What do you mean by okay? I'm like, Okay. Like I don't like the way you said that. I'm like, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> And the thing is, with that, nothing happened. I was just like, okay, and they got scared. And I was like, okay. I mean, Sam, this is what... Sam, this is what leads your uh, your players to thinking the island is a kraken. That was a joke um, that happened. Because they're just what like, are we allowed to leave the island? And I said, sure. And they're just like, there's gonna there's a there's a caveat between uh, what that sure is. And they're like, yeah, no. I mean, there's a time limit to the quest that you're given, but you can leave. <laughs> you're like, there's a kraken out, out out in the ocean, isn't there? And I was like, no, there's no kraken. And it's like, that means there's a kraken. <laughs> and then I joked and I said, you're right. The island itself is a kraken. And they're just like, oh, my God. I'm like, I'm kidding. Of course. Oh. Of course. <laughs> yes. The perfect explanation. Just make it the entire landmass you're on. That is just a massive kraken. Like <laughs> CR-185. That See, I don't need a... I don't need a massive monster to, to do damage. Yeah, no, because no, you... party with a half a dozen cultists. Yeah. Because unlike other GMs we've had, you actually know tactics. And that's way yes. more terrifying. That's why I adapted well to the war game when I started doing it. I'm like, hey, I know how to do tactics. I mean, I still lost a bunch, but, you know. Uh, I put I think... up good fights. None of, no, one steam ro- no one ever steamrolled me. I think the um, last game that you and I did, it was, uh, what, you were Tau and I was Krieg? Yes. And about halfway through, I realized I didn't bring enough tanks. Yes, because I just had to think about each other. That was like my last army that I, as I just built, the Blood Ravens. I just have a bunch of giant vehicles with a lot of guns on them. Um, nice. Yes. <laughs> because they came here to do two things, and two things only. Purge heretics and steal property. And they already stole your property. <laughs> uh, Which leads to my question, Mark. What army are you currently building or using for your war game? 
Um, I'm playing with Tyranids right now, but I oh, boy. I started on Tyranids. Oh yeah, yeah, they're fun. I'm doing like a big bug list, so the smallest model in my army is a uh, Carnifex. So oh that's my fun. god. <laughs> yeah, it's, Jeez. it's a lot of fun. Oh. But, uh, You're just abusing yeah. swarming, aren't you? No, with the big with the big bugs, that just means that they can just tank a lot of stuff, and then they come in and they just wreck havoc. Yeah. No, yeah. with like my build, like I did the the like the termagots, and I did like a bunch of them because they get uh, they get extra attacks if there's ten or more. So I had like twenty of them, and I had four rows of them. So there's eighty termagots, and I would just swarm in. <laughs> yeah, and just destroy everything. It's tough to deal with that. Like, uh, yeah. a buddy of mine was joking around about doing a list with 180 bloodthirsters. It's just <laughs> what the fuck? Like, oh. <laughs> How do you even play against that? Like, okay, okay. Wait, I'm guessing that's like points for apocalypse level game. No, no. Like, I think uh, off the top of my head, I think they're eight points. So, uh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> the blood. I mean, the bloodthirsters are the. It's like fifteen hundred points for hundred. Those are the lowest. Yeah. Jeez. That's still yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, the bloodthirsters aren't the greater demons. Those are yeah, the, those, those are the, the ones. Those are the little guys. Like, no, the blood, lesser, yeah, they're... Yeah, bloodthirsters or bloodlet? Bloodlet, bloodletters are the little ones. Bloodthirsters are the big ones. Bloodthir bloodthirsters are the big ones. That's right. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. 180. That's still stupid in numbers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I would do that with the Termagods, and then I would bring in the Carnifexes. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I also had, like, an art one one that was kind of artillery-based. There was the there was the bugs that had, like, the... the the cannons on their the, backs. The cannons on their back. Yeah, like exocrines or yeah, the exocrines. Yeah, yeah, exocrines, sure. Yep. To try to just get some artillery, but yeah. I realized I really like just swarming because that's what Tyranids are good at. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's iconic to uh, see just a bunch of bugs skittering across the board. So. And then he proposed yeah. that uh, he should do a Tyranid list, and I should do uh, an Imperial Guard list, and we should just recreate Starship, Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers, yeah. yeah. Of course, you have my full support. What do I need to do to make that happen? <laughs> a bunch of Imperial Guard infantry. <laughs> oh, okay. I was hoping more like words of encouragement. Yeah. Oh, you can uh... do it, Lewis, but... Oh, well, no, let's no. let's make this a thing. If enough of your people come over and we start making money off this podcast, that might become a reality much faster. <laughs> and, and the thing is, you, it, it has to be it 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 it, ha it does it has to be a specific sect of the Imperial Guard. You know what I'm talking about? It has to be the Cadians, mm. always. Because yeah. well, the Cadians look like the mobile infantry. It's also a good thing that the Cadians are like the cheapest military yes. like, outfit out there. <laughs> yeah. So how long have you all been playing 40k for then? Uh, Sam, you started I, like half a year ago. I started, I started at the same time as Sam. I started a little bit before you, but about this, I think say it was about half a year to a year. Yeah, it was say. like August, July, something like that. Last last year. Okay, nice. Something like that. I, I just remember I went as soon as I got into it, I went crazy with army building. I went Tyranids, Dark Eldar, Eldar. I finally Oof. went to. Uh, I went. I did a few different Imperial Guards. I did the, uh, the Blood Ravens. We found Battlescribe. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we did the Battlescribe. Like, I'm just like, I'm building armies. Yeah. Um, yeah, I started with uh, Krieg, and I was going to start getting Krieg models, and then I realized that they're expensive. And I went, mm, nah, let's just go with regular Guardsmen. Uh, hit me up after this. I, I use a, a recaster all the time. And uh, you get the models for half the price or whatever. Uh, nice. 
Because, yeah, otherwise it's just their Forge World prices are just outlandish. Like, you can't support it. Like, it, it's it's not it's not okay. It's it's the only reason why I haven't decided to drop a few hundred and build a Titan yet. Because <laughs> that'll yeah. be... That's $1,500. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I bought one and... Uh, it was my first year of being married with my wife, and uh, she was somehow okay with it. So, holy, you know, I, I think <laughs> you found the that, perfect woman. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah she, she only beats me sometimes, so it's like, <laughs> oh, that's fine. I can deal with that. Only occasionally. Yeah, what, yeah, uh, she's just a little person, so it's not that bad of a beating, you know. What weapon loadout did you put on your Titan? So when I bought my Warlord, they only had the one weapon options, and that was the Volcano Cannons for the arms, and for the shoulder, it was uh, the three-gun Okay. Um, turbo mm. laser, I think is they may be called. I'm not, I'm not totally sure what they're called, to be honest. Multi-lasers? <sighs> no, those are just little tiny ones. Um, oh. Oh, those are on the Sentinels. <laughs> yeah, those are on, like... Yeah, those are the those are the miniature version. <laughs> yeah, some type yeah. of like laser gun though. But uh, yeah, I, I keep tossing around the idea like, oh, maybe I should buy some rocket launchers for that model. But you know, I have a question out of general curiosity. Can you put a Titan in its like alone in its own detachment, or does it need to be like in its own super heavy tied with a lance? Um, no, so. They have the super heavy auxiliary detachment, so you can put just a single super heavy into that. So you would put your Warlord Titan into that. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. But but it's a six thousand point model, so it's like <laughs> are you really playing with it? You know, that's are you are you actually using it, or is it just kind of a hey, look what I have. Oh yeah, no, it's solely okay, to you flaunt win. on your friends, you know. Yeah. This is my pet project. I'm going to make this the biggest thing ever. Um, I will never use it in a game because it's too many points, but yeah, I've got it whenever, and you don't. Ha ha ha. Something whenever like uh, my friend Christian, he, he just had a, his first or second kid or whatever. So whenever he sends me pictures of his kid, I just send the warlord back. Like, okay. <laughs> they they mean the, the same. They're equivalent. <laughs> I mean, I'm on Forge World right now, and I'm looking at the most expensive one, which is like the Mars Pattern Warlord Titan body, mm -hmm. which is the Ooh. like the body without the guns, and that's fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lifestyle choice for sure. You know, it it, it reminds me though, because anytime I see people talk about or like talk about Titans and owning one, it reminds me of a photo I saw on Reddit a while ago on the 40k subreddit where it was just. Uh, a competition and then some it's an image of some dude pulling out a titan and yeah. everybody's just jaws drop and they're like oh my god did he really like spend majority of his points just on this one model <laughs> oh i think i saw i think i've seen the same thing it's like why is he fielding such a small force and then he pulls out a titan and it's like <laughs> welcome yeah it, it's fun though because when you see I'll post it in the general chat. When you see something, I love the size comparison of the model because yeah. it just proves that these things are <laughs> too damn monsters. Oh, yeah, they're um, huge. It, it legitimately weighs like 50 pounds. Are you serious? Yeah, man. Yeah. Is it all plastic, like the like a normal resin print like they do, or is it... Um, 
the only part that isn't plastic is the torso is hollow, but like the legs is solid plastic. The guns mm. are all solid plastic. It's it's fucking crazy how much it weighs. How long did it take you to put together? Um, actual time probably not too long. Maybe maybe a, like twenty four hours. But the the struggle with that was when doing the torso it's literally made of like 20 different pieces that you need to hold every piece at the exact same time in order to build the, the torso so i had like five guys like all their hands are in there trying to shimmy it and it sounds like my freaking lego star destroyer project from a while ago oh yeah also repairing it yeah that re- that re- <laughs> repairing project was stupid did, did you drop it or something no, so recently, over the summer, I decided to make the brilliant idea of rip out all the carpeting in my office and just paint the concrete like an industrial gray. Sure, okay. So that required me to move not only my desk, but my roommate's desk. And when I have, I'll, here Mark, I'll just DM you a photo of where the Star Destroyer is and I'll let you just have pretty thoughts on how we decided to move it <laughs> okay carefully oh like, yeah it's extremely careful because i think it's like a 2000 piece because it's like one of the first gen star destroyer legos that actually came out in like 2005 oh that's <laughs> awesome yeah we were uh i was sitting there trying to figure out how it like goes together and it's just a Ooh. it's a shell like all of that stuff is a shell, and it's like I'm sitting there cursing out whoever designed that thing. I was like, "How did this? Like, why did you use magnets in a Lego set? You're working with Legos." <laughs> it's one of the poorest designs Lego kits, but it's also one of the first things. Anytime I bring in a guest to my office, that's the first thing they go to. Oh yeah, of course, of course, it's awesome. Now you just got to get the Super Starter Shroy. Uh, my equip since the suit. Okay, the Super Star Destroyer and a Titan are around the same price. What am I going to go towards? Super, Super Star Destroyer, Destroyer, obviously, so you can show people how. So you can show people that go, oh, how much bigger is the Super Star Destroyer really? Uh, about double the size of a normal Star Destroyer. Yeah, when I move See? to a smaller apartment, I won't have the space for that. <laughs> hey, it's worth it. What, what's the right saying? now? Right now we're right now it's down to purchasing essentials, and I'm pretty sure the superstar destroyer is essential. Oh yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. There, yeah. There's a saying: just buy a gun, and everything else is free after that. So yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, <laughs> when you you're, both. I'm surprised uh, when when I learned where your parents are, Mark. Yeah, I was surprised yeah. your parents didn't tell you how sketchy like the area right next to your parents actually are. I don't know. I like to think my parents are kind of in their own little world, fully engaged. I mean, that gated community is nice, but the area is so nice to it. It's just like, I'm surprised they don't hear, like, gunshots. <laughs> I drive down, I, I drive down that main road, and it's like, one side of the road is like, eh, eh, and the other side's like, oh, this is kind of nice. I'm going to kind of look this way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a small world sometimes, eh? Yeah. It's even more surprising when it's just like, oh, yeah. No, because it's like even Tampa, which is 40 minutes from us and your parents, uh, that is now kind of becoming a small social hub for YouTubers. Oh, really? And it's blowing my mind the amount of YouTubers I see that are just leaving LA and leaving New York and coming to Tampa. Hmm. 
Hopefully. Is there a reason for it? or it, not good Because or Tampa's just... Well, Wi-Fi is probably one thing because Google has implemented their Google Fiber in that city, okay. which is okay. like one of the first hubs where you can just get insanely good download speeds and upload speeds. Yeah, yeah, and I guess even if you're doing like streaming and stuff, you kind of need that. Yeah, but it's no, like... They, wa- they wanted to get on, in, in on that action that Critical's been uh, privy to because he lives in Tampa. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, Critical started the movement, and it's just like, yeah. Jesus. I mean, he just lived in Florida. It's not like he moved. Yeah, he um, was a USF student. Um, yeah. But it is There's kind of funny just seeing starting everybody... the movement and going, hey, I live here. Oh. <laughs> sure. So can I bring yeah. the conversation back to uh, Lord of the Rings for a minute? Sure, sure. Yes. So... Amazon's doing a TV show. Yes. Yep. Has there been any information released about that at all yet? Um, I haven't really heard anything. I, heard I know they're, they're doing it. Click clack. Right you can hear the click clack of people yeah. fiercely typing. Yes. From what I remember, there's nothing concrete. Okay. Uh, about really any details outside of the fact that they're rumored to be doing a TV show. Sure. Sure. That if you look it, it up. It'll say there anything... Amazon doing a TV show. <laughs> Is there anything that you would hope for that TV show? I want them to do it on probably some of the other, like the books that take place before Lord of the Rings. Okay. Do you want to do like the the Children of a Huron? Yeah. Okay. So or the or or like movie. maybe do an adaptation of the Similarian. That'd okay. be. I mean, yeah, I guess it could be done. It, anything can be done. Sure. Anything can be done. Because, um, I, mean, I mean, even with the Similarian, they could just kind of do it as like an anthology. And anthology shows have like been proven to work. If the Similarian kind of is an anthology, so it would work yeah. that way. Yeah. Because um, it's it skips around. Um, the uh, the one thing that people would expect is like a tie into the movies, but yeah, other like, than the obvious ones. Yeah, like it is different companies like New Line Cinema and Amazon, so I don't think they're going to tie anything. Like the one thing that always kind of bugs me about Lord of the Rings is Peter Jackson's Peter Jackson's version is so ingrained in my my mind that sometimes when yeah. I play like other video games and I see like a Gondorian, I'm like, hey, that's not Gondorian armor, you know, yeah. I just don't <laughs> yeah. so like, yeah, yeah I, I, I hope it's going to be in like, you know, a different era where they don't have to try to make up their own Gondorian armor and override what I already think. Okay, so on Twitter, according to the OneRing.net, the first, the series will open its first season centered around a young Aragorn. Okay. Uh, Fuck off, Siri. Just a moment. (laughs) (laughs) A young Aragorn? I mean, yeah, it kind of It's kind of cool, like yeah, like Aragorn was at the Black Ventures. He was on the Black Gate as well, wasn't he? No, he was. I mean, but like young Aragorn was raised in Rivendell. He was like, the, they're gonna do like when? How young are we talking? Are we talking like kid, or are we talking about like young, adult, like adult? Where you're gonna see him like, you're gonna see him like were any references in the extended edition that he he wrote out with uh, Theoden's grandfather? And she's like, wait, how old are you? And he's like, I'm 87 years old. And she's like, what? Um, yeah, like I'd imagine it'd be like that, like him in his twenties, maybe early thirties or whatever. So like him, him as a, a more more of his life as a Dunedain Ranger. Yeah, 
Which I can get behind because, yeah, like, yeah. if you're talking about 50-year time span, like, the armor could look a little different and stuff, and I can get behind it. Well, I mean, that's also the beautiful thing about having it be centered around, like, the Dunedain Rangers is they don't really wear Gondorian armor because they're Rangers. They want to be yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah, it can I... be, you can be a little bit more, uh, uh, you can put your own creative flair loose to it. with the style. Yeah. Very cool. There was also, it was referenced. It's I'm trying to remember the name of the book. It was referenced, um, in the Similarian, but then it kind of was expanded into its own thing, and it was, uh, uh, but it was like right before Aragorn. I'm trying to remember what it's called. Right before Aragorn was the Hobbit. Uh. I mean that happens. I think no, it covered a completely separate hero, but by the end of it, it led into like how Aragorn started out. I'm trying to remember. Okay. Hmm. Oh, this is gonna kill me. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know they made it a, a story out of. Uh, there's a story in the Similarian, and they made like the Children of Huron. They expanded yeah. upon it. They like they. There was like another half of the book that they didn't like go over. I think it was like the middle section, like. They, they go like the beginning and the end in the Civilarian this had like the whole middle section of what like how he got some of the things that he got cool or explains mm. in detail some of the events that's kind of glossed over i mean i guess it would be kind of cool to just see aragorn kind of i mean as much as it's kind of a mad movie solo it's kind of cool to just kind of see how a character came to be yeah 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 and aragorn sure. was one of the more i i'm curious who would you fan cast as there as a young aragorn Ah, oh, me, obviously. <laughs> of course, Mark, yes. Uh, <laughs> the whitest Canadian Aragorn to exist. <laughs> uh, thanks. Thank you. I do Rob McElhaney so I could say, it's me, Vigo Morgenstein. Uh, I'm kidding. Uh, uh, oh, my God. Obviously, that, the proper answer is Keanu Reeves. <laughs> younger I mean, Aragorn. Uh-huh. Keanu Reeves is in, like, his 50s. Exactly. Oh. Is he? They could digitally age. de-age him. God. Now that would be. I disgusting. hate that. Then you could just di- digitally uh, de-age Vigo Mortensen and get him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, by what do you, that logic, what do you think they're doing for the new Matrix movie? Yeah, uh, that's the Matrix is different. Um, I don't care as much about the Matrix as I do about Lord of the Rings, so they better not mess it up. Uh, I mean, that's going to be a whole other... I don't, I don't care if they mess up the Matrix. Uh, Matrix, the, the second and third Matrix movies are already a thing, so they already ruined the Matrix, so, you know. I mean, it's going to be definitely interesting now that both uh, directors have transitioned, yeah, I mean, gender-wise. You're not going to see that. I mean, I no, but their outlook on that. life will definitely carry in, I feel. I mean, their outlook on life is probably a bit similar Back then, I mean, it, it can't. It doesn't just come out of the blue. I don't think. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's like, oh, today I'm going to do this. Um, you know what? I think it, it, to talk about there. this. I mean, four white guys, all straight. I'm assuming. Are we allowed to talk about this? <laughs> no, how sure, dare? How am I going to get more hate mail? I already get enough as it is. I can't take any more. Are you guys going to be my downfall? Yes, hey, man. I had it's to... fine. Yeah. Oh, fine. oh god no let's let's I mean, carry this I'm back not, you know what I'm joe not saying, i didn't say anything bad about it i'm just saying joe... probably they probably already had some inklings of 
of <laughs> what they are now in their heads back when they made the Matrix. Yes. Okay, roping it back, Christian Bale as a young Aragorn. Christian Bale's also old. Uh, <laughs> hey, man. I, I'm still thinking out of all these people we named, I still think I'm the best choice. I'm yes. young, um, and that's so far the that's only enough. requirement. That's, that's enough. Yeah. You know what? Mark challenge. You guys, I know you have a cam- uh, have a camera. Yeah. You and Eric <laughs> make a video, send yeah. it to Amazon, and have your fans like push it everywhere across the internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. Um, me and Eric and Christian, when we were younger, um, we all bought suits of armor together, and we'd oh, run God. around this. Oh yeah, and we'd nice. run around city like yeah we're knights just being fucking retards but it was a good time so i think yeah if i put my suit on eric puts his suit on we fight to death we can really get some traction there there you go that'll be the uh the first video you guys ever put on your lorehammer youtube page (laughs) yeah it it just just goes viral murder they're like wow that that death scene looked really realistic (laughs) yeah yeah uh, breaking it's news from Canada guy swords another guy to death <laughs> dressed guy as knight someone with sword dressed as a knight um, I'm okay with that yeah. <laughs> that's one way for internet fame <laughs> Yeah, geez. that's how that one guy in Tampa got pop, like famous for a short period of time because he just carried a machete on his back <laughs> I mean, that's how a lot of people in Florida get famous, is they do something weird. It's yeah. kind of what Florida we're known man. for. Florida man is a thing for a reason. Yeah, <laughs> Very true. Uh, I think there's one... What was it? Uh, we wanted to talk about one other thing. Astartes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The miniseries. Yeah. You mentioned part five, and I went, well, that seems pretty... That's like, the, okay, so that means there's a part one through four, so I watched all five parts. While I was in... Uh, while I was playing D and D, well, actually no, we were on a we were on a bio break. Uh, hmm. Like everyone like broke instead of like me going up, getting up and like going to the bathroom. I'm like I'm gonna watch the Astartes thing, and I, I think I was like halfway through part five when we actually like reconvened. And I was like, yeah, I'm here, uh, and then I finished it. You know, <laughs> I, I think I I was walking into the house when I saw it. And I was like, looking at my phone when I walked in the house, and I was like, oh, cool, I gotta go to the bathroom. Or, or I I went to the bathroom and I I was looking at my phone and i was like i'm gonna watch this doing my business watching on my phone i was like oh this is awesome i mean granted parts one finished through my f- business and walked into my room yeah. what? Part, part, part through one through four is only what four minutes long yeah, yeah. so yeah. this last part was seven minutes so you know yeah made up for it said 10 minute 10 minute break and i was at six minutes into the part five when we all got back um so, you know. So, Mark, what are your thoughts on Astartes as a fan-made project, especially Part 5? I want to know what your thoughts on are, especially on the Psykers and what you could kind of tell lore-wise or what they were getting inspiration from out of that. Yeah, so it's a series. Like, it it nails a lot of what uh, Astartes Space Marines should be. There's kind of like the the kid-friendly friendly version, like, Space Marines, oh, yeah! And then, like, Astartes has, like, the more serious tone to it, you know? Um, so I really like how they portray them. Uh, yes. The only thing I like, kind of think was a little lacking was just kind of some of the more grim, dark aesthetic. Like in the very first episode, they're walking in a very almost Star Wars like spaceship, like very mm-hmm. clean. Yeah. There's no candles anywhere, anywhere. But like 
it was still fucking awesome. Like not every everywhere is grim dark, but and the first shot shows how much bigger they are than the regular crewmen who are like squeezing <laughs> yeah, yeah. up against the bulkhead to not get crushed. <laughs> yeah, like oh, it's it's so good. Like I love it in every way. Um, as for all the fan theories and stuff, I I really don't know what the guy was doing. Um, like I heard a bunch of people, oh yeah, it's Satan. Oh yeah, it's blah blah blah. It's like, well, I don't think there are any of that. I think that's all entirely his creation from his mind just like the chapter is his creation i think the mm. the humans that they're fighting like those robots with the weird spines mechanical spines i think that's yeah. his creation and uh that orb i think that's his creation again I okay think it's all just his so you don't just... think because they definitely didn't look like normal psychers for sure no. no they didn't no no like there's nothing in 40k as far as i could tell that's like that um I don't One know. One thing that's Sorry, the last area does look like kind of a corn temple, from what I could tell. Like the area where he gets teleported to at the very end. Sure, but the maybe? first the first thing I thought of when I saw all those figures on the throne was that looks almost like the emperor on the throne, except they're skeletons. I was like, that's just that thought in my mind was like, that's creepy. <laughs> and then I kind of took a closer look and went, no, nah, that's nowhere near human. But yeah, I was like, oh, that, that first thought in the head is like, those look like just decayed corpses like the Emperor is. Or yeah. like worse than the Emperor is. Like, oh. Yeah. So there, there is one race that it might be, like those energy orbs. Um, there's a race called the Uvoth. And we actually covered them like two years ago on one of our episodes on uh, Minor Xenos Part 4. But... Uh, <laughs> They're like these energy ball balls that are pretty psychic, and uh, they also use slaves to do their building or bidding, and they also create mm -hmm. like these death world mausoleum type, like giant statues and stuff. So it does fit like kind of what was shown, but ultimately, until the Astarte guys comes out and says what it is, I'm gonna say it's all fan made, everything. But I, if it is yeah. anything, it's probably that. Yeah, I, if it is anything, it's definitely gonna be the Uvoth. I doubt he's going to come out and say, like, he's going to actually clarify. Because just like um, Warhammer lore in itself, I think he's trying to keep things as, like, vague as possible. Yeah, like, that's entirely possible. And you know what? I'd be perfectly fine with that. I I like, like, I've been in 40k for, like, almost 20 years now. And part of the things I like is seeing some one throwaway line in the codex somewhere that had no meaning. And then I'm like, oh, that really sticks out to me. And then I build my own universe around that where yeah, yeah. nowadays in 40k it seems like every little detail they're trying to not only um tell what it is but they're also trying to interconnect everything like oh this guy's actually this guy's cousin or you know just weird coincidences that make the whole galaxy feel small and i'm not a fan of that they're trying to star warsify yeah. it in a sense yeah star so Warsify it. yeah yeah so <laughs> if the astarte guys never comes out and tells what it is perfect i love it it gives my imagination time to be like oh yeah like could be this or what about this or now i'm gonna do this with it so i i know what like i think i have a reason why games workshop's doing that it's like they're getting enough popularization that there are more people going well why well what is this well what is that well what, this and that and the other thing they don't want to they want answers they don't want the theories yeah so they're like okay fine we'll give you answers but it's like yeah that, connecting like, uh, dots that shouldn't have been connected 
Yeah, exactly. And uh, a lot of the original team that like kind of created 40k, they're not there anymore. They have, or they yeah. have very limited um, say in the direction. So uh -huh. it's it's one of those things. It's unfortunate in my mind that 40k is kind of becoming like that. But hey, it's still an awesome setting. Yeah, Next I mean, they're gonna tell us who the Blood Ravens Primarch are. The Primarch yeah. is. Yeah, you know we all know it's Magnus. He's <laughs> <laughs> out of a bitch. How dare you? Uh, I don't know. I liked what he was teasing though at the end, where he was just yeah. kind of oh, showing yes. very short clips of. I think that was like a Raven Guard Chaplain helmet, like the black uh, no, and so white. The black and black white one. Yeah, it, it was a, like it cut to a random helmet and then it cut to a tank. Yeah, the guy standing in front of the tank. Oh, like it cut to a red helmet with a blood drop. So, so if, if you pause that, it was half red, half black. It was. So oh, that's what it was. And, yeah. and once again, I think this goes back into what I'm saying. Like, I think everything he did is his own ideas. Because like, that chapter could be very well made up. It's not like he chose Blood Angels. The next chapter was, uh, um, yeah, it was a made up one again. The next one had like this weird flame, gold flame on its head made up and then the last one that yellow with like kind of the bone hand on its head was made up chapter as well okay so uh, I... that's another reason i like 40k is like those could be made up chapters or games workshop could go yep that's all canon yeah yeah, yeah. And no, exactly. i like yeah. how games workshop's like yeah make your own chapter we don't care yeah yeah no i love that like uh that's honestly what i get out of 40k is it gives me a creative outlet um like I haven't played with name characters, you know, since I got into the hobby. But as soon as I'm like, oh, I can make my own stuff, I just start making my own stuff. That's why you don't. It, it, it's good and bad because then you try having those people where you play against on like TTS, which is where I play a lot of it. And it's just like, okay. oh, yeah, I'm playing as like the Ultramarines. And then like I have Horus as my, my lead HQ and it's canon. No, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Yeah, Horus isn't gonna... around anymore. <laughs> He's Sorry, gone. buddy. Yeah. He got On, uh, disintegrated. He did. On Lorehammer, we do what's called listener lore, where we get our fans to actually write their lore for their army. And most of them are good, but every now and again, you get some weird ones where it's just like, oh boy, like. Yeah, no, Porto Rabo and Fulgrim are not lovers. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, why are you sending me this? Like, what is what is the hottest take you've gotten? Um, the hottest take. I don't know. Give me, let me think about it for a minute. We can talk about something else. So we're okay. Not just yeah. It. No. It's it's yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, all that I'll, would I'll be cut anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. You guys were live streaming yesterday. I heard some hot takes coming from there of what you guys were talking about like people sending in reviews <laughs> oh yeah we've had some very amusing uh reviews um they kind of lean one of two ways either uh they think we're super funny or we're just not funny so it's like oh okay sure i mean it's like information's more at the forefront and personality yeah. carries the information yeah 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 ah, fuck it if you don't like Lorehammer, go find one of the other thousands of podcasts no big deal to reach their own right to each their own. It just sucks that we're the largest one, so suck it. <laughs> so suck it. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I was thinking of something. You don't want to do that, and though. It's gone. Then people are going to be like, well, fine, I'll find my own. 
Or I'll make my own. Oh, yeah, I'll perfect. make my own. That'll show you. Uh, and, that's how, and then they start spreading even worse misinformation. Oh, <laughs> um. oh yes, yeah. All the, what, what I... Uh, here's the hot takes I get a lot of is people often get into 40k through like memes and specifically the <laughs> beach which oh is, yeah it's a great show if you're looking at it like oh it's a show it has nothing really to do with 40k and it's just funny it's a good time you can enjoy it yeah but like I get people messaging like talking about how oh Magnus blah 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 and like start talking about something that happened in one of those episodes it's just like <laughs> it didn't actually happen that's that's not a thing. Um, the custodes don't actually run around uh, shirtless and oily all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's like, ah, okay. Yeah. Um, what? God, people really do that? They don't realize that it's like he's just making like his own thing with it? Yeah, yeah. Like, people, like, I get messages, too, like, that are like, oh, I heard you say that this is a board game. Like, some people are just... Uh, unaware i don't know or just found See, out about it and don't know everything uh, which is funny. i had a friend in high school who was into warhammer and so yeah. i got a lot of that in the ear like at lunch and stuff <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, most of the time it was like back then i wasn't really super into it and i was like oh yeah you would talk about it and stuff but it's like i didn't know it was a board like i knew there was a whole bunch of like different media involved like yeah. i knew about dawn of war i knew it had a bunch of books uh i knew there was like some form of visual thing like a TV yeah. show or movie or something, but it was like I knew there was stuff, and I knew there was like RPG stuff, but I didn't know about the tabletop until much much later. Yeah, and I was like when I found out, I was like, oh, that's neat. <laughs> hey, yeah, it's not for everyone. That that's, that's another how, great thing. So that's how it expanded, exploded into what it is now. Yeah, because yeah. I knew I think I knew about Dawn of War before anything. Oh yeah, lots of people definitely did. I mean, it kind of explains why certain, like, even TTRPGs kind of get a bad rep because of that type of misinformation or just mismanagement. <laughs> uh, good example, my girlfriend, I try uh, trying to get her to join our current D&D game when we were just starting to form it. Uh, <laughs> she lives with her parents and because uh, it's just easier on rent and everything else. And she was she was talking to her mom about it and trying to explain the concept <laughs> to D&D. And the whole. No, she was trying to explain the story. Yeah, she was trying to explain the story. And her mom's like, yeah, yeah. And the whole basis of our story is we're trying to fight a cult in a city and free, okay. a, bu and free a bunch of slaves. Yeah. And her mom's well, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So where <laughs> do you have to drive to? She actually <laughs> thought that we were running around this city <laughs> looking for cultists. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> no, that's barfing. Ugh. Oh, jeez. I love it. I love it. When uh, when no, she I told me that, I was like, oh gosh. <laughs> you know, I can actually, I mean, I guess technically that would be more like LARPing if they're like doing it, like in, like actually doing it, but then I would yeah. really hate being the uh, the slave LARPer that week. <laughs> like, <laughs> in the sewers again. I don't think there's enough halflings in our area oh. for you to even like hire them to love for us to beat the crap out of them. <laughs> hmm. Are you allowed no, to call yeah. halflings? Yes. Wait, what is the plot? Never mind. We're not going to get that. To that. 
uh, you know, most of the, you know, those act, the actors that played the halflings, uh, that played the hobbits in Lord of the Rings weren't actually that short. <laughs> yeah, Elijah Wood's 5'6". He's my height. I mean, you're short. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, they were all like three feet. Yeah. Uh, and it's all the wonders of CGI um, and, and, and camera angles. Sometimes I think some of it wasn't even CGI. Like, they were just would pan it to make them look sh- yeah 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 it's quite cool how they did it because yeah, yeah they, there really wasn't a lot of cgi in that movie which is what really separates it from the hobbit which is all too CGI. much cgi yeah. in the hobbit so much cgi yeah. and a lot of the original movies was all like majority of it was practical effects yeah, yeah. which that's was that's cool. why i think all three movies won like best like i think like best makeup just best, best makeup cover. best film best makeup best uh i think the soundtrack got it for one three. There was an overlap, so they didn't actually get nominated for two. <clears throat> because Jeez. I think they won for the first movie when the second movie had come out, and the second movie didn't get on there because the first movie was on there or something like that. <laughs> so because like the Return of the King Classical swept movie. the Oscars, the Return of the King swept for everything was nominated for. Fellowship won a lot. And, and I think there was a lot of overlap because The Two Towers is, is a pretty solid movie, but that was nominated for the least amount of stuff. Won the won the least amount, I mean, because it was nominated for the least out of everything else. And one of the things was like the score wasn't there. I think there was, I think for the first and third one, they were nominated for like Best Picture and the second one wasn't. So I think there was a lot of overlap from The Fellowship, which is why The yeah. Two Towers kind of like didn't get nominated for as much. Hmm. Yeah, that's... Hmm. Played yourself, I guess. Yes. Um, Space them out quite far enough. And, and then Tolkien's we... family was like, "Fuck." We could have made you know, man, money off this. Christopher Tolkien. Uh, he he's he didn't like he he's not a big fan of the uh, a medium outside of uh, his him adapting stuff from his father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that totally makes uh, sense. Like he grew up and his his dad was telling them stories like as he went to bed like it would be yeah. impossible to every for anyone to live up to that expectation of what he has in his mind. Yeah. So. So I mean, a lot of people will probably look at him and be like, "Oh, he's just a grouchy old man." And I mean, no. he's dead now. Uh it's like, "Yeah, no, it's it's not the it's so much the fact that he's he's uh a grouchy old man the fact that his father told him these stories like as you said like yeah he's got the the original image in his mind from mm-hmm. his father like yeah. nothing like, as you said nothing's gonna beat that um yeah. no matter how hard you try he was yeah. also really upset and well on top of that he there was a lot of interviews with him just being massively pissed on how i think it was fox that made the movies right they were the one that released new line so. it was new line cinema Yep. On how like New Line Cinema really undercut his dad, and when really? his dad sold the mm-hmm. rights, like they gave him like a very minute amount of money to what it actually made. And... Yeah, he took them. He took uh, Christopher Tolkien took them back to court when they tried to make the Hobbit because he's like, no. He goes, "You made so much money off the Lord of the Ring movies. Uh, I'm getting more, we're getting more of a cut because you yeah. swindled yeah. them." It it wasn't like it was not a lot of money. It was still a lot of money, but it was nowhere near what it was worth. Yeah. But well, like, who 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 would have known that it would have blown up to be like one of the best movies of all? Or some of I the think best. What was it? It was made by New Line, but I think and Warner Brothers has it. I think. 
and because New Line wasn't, I don't think New Line was around back when he sold the rights, but Warner Brothers was. Yeah. Uh, and I think he sold it to Warner Brothers, and they didn't expect the movie. It, it, like, there, there's even the I remember there's a Simpsons episode where like he's like, this is why they never work as movies. So like he's like, he sold the rights, <laughs> and they didn't. They probably didn't expect to make a movie out of it. And then they was like, well, we should do something with this. Yeah. And they did, and it was really good. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, just talk about or something. Aunt, yes. Oh, Mark, how is your cat? Cats. Both my cats are alive and well. Have you ever considered giving them Warhammer cosplays for Halloween one year? <laughs> what? How would you? No, cos- How would you cosplay a cat for Warhammer? What, what would be the? Um, you check you the, check out the felonid. Uh, oh, I'm uh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. yeah I, I know about that. I'd say yeah, it's yeah, simpler. Just stick a bunch of chunks of metal to it and call it a stampa. That's the winning answer. I think that that would probably be the best compared to like, oh, let's uh, let's make little like space marine art reform and then have to like try to wriggle out of the helmet every five seconds. Like, get this out of me. why are you uh, putting this on my face? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and with the Stompa, if you do a bad job, you can just uh, chalk it up to being uh, orc tech. Just yeah, orc tech. tech. Not a and if it, and if it falls off the cat, then it's, again, yeah, orc tech. <laughs> it just falls apart. Uh, I really want to... You are believing hard enough. I really want to send that clip in, the general, the, the, the you know the, the, the videos I'd sent in the other Discord server, where it's the guy that takes... Uh, takes it, it's from what i've seen different like cartoon network shows and he'll and he'll like take scenes from that and he'll make it from like 40k oh yeah i've seen that yeah, yeah post it post right, it in like, general yeah go for that uh <laughs> I, I love the description uh, i love the video for daca <laughs> because it, i was like yes that uh, that symbolizes uh like daca right there <laughs> um and uh it's a scene from he does a few where they're from samurai jack but I'm gonna post it in general. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll let you look in. Okay, it's like yeah. a 15 second yeah, the, clip. They're all like really video. short. Oh, this one. Yeah, this one. This one was like, it is. It's true. And on that note, with DACA, uh, thank you very much, Mark, for coming out. We're coming around yeah, no, that, that time. Awesome. This was a yeah, lot of fun. Uh, definitely, everybody, go check out Lorehammer if you're into uh, yes, the history of Warhammer 40k Grim Dark Future. Uh, they make a yep. ton of good content. They've been doing it for years, and they're probably one of the number one. They are the number one place to go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. That's that's totally not me fanboying, but more or less me <laughs> actually liking your shit because it's what I have been primarily listening to and like other podcasts that I'm falling behind on. So <laughs> I'm falling behind on other podcasts too. Oh no. Yeah, those those emails always blow my mind. Where it's like, yeah, I'm on episode sixty four, and I started listening last week. It's like, <laughs> oh god, oh, no, I don't oh, even have the time god. for that. No. Uh. Hey, I, I, I did that with the, the I, I did that with like Critical Role, and each episode episode's like five hours, and I got no sleep. I was like, hey, look, I've gotten through a hundred episodes, and uh, I'm tired. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah, well, you get uh, into something and you me, just you great. just uh, go through. You just like just speed run it, and then you're just like, "Why?" It's like I haven't slept in three days. Oh, <laughs> so you know, it happens. Yeah. Thank you very much again, Mark. Uh, thank you, Louis Sam, for coming out. Everybody, stay yeah. safe in uh, these weird times, and remember your social distancing. 
Remember uh, now you gotta wear masks. Yeah, wear masks now at yeah. this point. It's actually valid if you start wearing gas masks in the street because I saw that at Publix today. Ooh. There we go. <laughs> awesome. All right. You all have a great day, and we'll see you all later. Bye. See you. All right. Bye. See you.